Starting Thursday, June 4th, Dan Patrick Radio will become Sirius XM's home for Australian rules football. Walked into all styles. Australian media icon Eddie Maguire for Aussie Football Rules America as he brings you the latest celebrity chats, tips and expert analysis of Australian football. Then stay tuned for the Aussie Rules Game of the Week. Kick the goal and Fremantle win it after the siren! It all starts Thursday, June 4th at 6pm Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Channel 211 and the Sirius XM app. This, I love it, is the Rich Eisen Show. That is not a Photoshop picture of Tom Brady in a Tampa Bay Buccaneers helmet. Uh, Look at that. On behalf of all 31 other fan bases in the National Football League, I say the following. (laughs) I didn't expect it by mid-May. I thought we would have to wait a long time for that sort of photograph and photography. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Weekdays at noon Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211 and on the Sirius XM app. Thanks coronavirus for shutting down our gyms. That's okay. My new gym is my home gym. And to make sure that aches and pains don't keep me down, I use ghost sleeves to recover from injuries. Ghost sleeves are the only compression sleeves with built-in kinesiology tape. The same tape used by physical therapists, doctors, and trainers to help you recover from injuries. Just pull on a ghost sleeve and speed up your recovery without a doctor, ibuprofen, or ice. Visit ghostsleeves.com and use discount code RADIO for 20% off. Ghostsleeves.com, discount code RADIO. There are those who stand forever ready, ready to defend the nation, ready to fight for what matters, no matter what. Do you have what it takes? Find out at goarmy.com slash warriors. The Tony Bruno Show with Harry Mays. Seriously, now. Are we done with this yet? Not yet. What do you mean, are we done? You called here. (laughs) You want me to be like a regular talk show host and just hang up on you and run him? Should I run him, Harry? Or rack him. No, I'm not racking him. They're not racking him. Jim Rome only racks great calls. He has a take, but he sort of sucks at the same time. I think that's going to be my new thing. You know, you had a take or two, but for the most part, I got to run you. Weekdays at 3 Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio Channel 211. This is about more than work. It's about growing a community. Every day across the country, the highly skilled, highly trained members of the IBEW are committed to doing the job right, doing the job safe, and doing the job on time. Because while we might be experts in our field, (laughs) we're also your friends and neighbors. IBEW. The power professionals in your neighborhood. We'd all like to get out of our homes a bit more, and when we do, washing our hands and using hand sanitizer will be critical for safety. You can count on forcefieldproducts.com for top quality hand sanitizer and all natural protective barrier products. Manufactured right here in the U.S. We offer super portable one ounce hand sanitizer pump bottles up to super sized pump bottles for home and office. And protection against dry skin. Visit forcefieldproducts.com and use discount code BRUNO for 10% off today. Forcefieldproducts.com, discount code BRUNO. Hey, this is Tony Bruno. Be a part of my new show weekday starting at 3 p.m. Eastern on Dan Patrick Radio, Sirius XM Channel 211, and on the Sirius XM app. Get Adam Schiff on the phone. Better than that, let's get Paul Allen on the phone. We'll get to him in a second. I want to play this before Paul comes in because he's right there in Minneapolis, the voice of the Vikings, and this one video to me is what hit me the hardest over the weekend. A woman's name is Stephanie Wilford. 
She's a disabled woman who lives right there in Minnesota in the heart of all the looting and rioting and chaos and burning down of businesses that affect her community. She was being interviewed by Ben Henry on ABC5. And if you watch this and your heart doesn't fall out, then you have no blood in your system. ...right now because you and so many others are going through such a rough time. How's, how was last night? Scary. I live in the high-rise right back here, and I seen them as they came down Lake Street. But then they turned and started coming over here, and I'm sitting up looking in my, out my window. And they went straight to Office Max, the dollar store, and every store over here that I go to. I have nowhere to go now. I have no way to get there because the buses aren't running. These people did this for no reason. It's not going to bring George back here. George is in a better place than we are. And last night, I'm going to be honest, I wish I was where George was because this is ridiculous. These people are tearing up our livelihood. This is the only place I could go to shop. And now I don't have anywhere to go. I don't have anywhere to get there. I know you mentioned, you know, being in your home last night and, and, you, and you did have some folks that were helping, you know, holding, holding the ground. And you see some cleanup right now as well. You know, there are signs of hope, but I can, I can see the frustration still. All right, there's the interview. And, of course, if, you don't, if that doesn't break you down, and every time I watch that, I just want to cry. Because that's who are being affected by this. A crime was committed, but the, the, these cities are being destroyed. I, I don't have a way to fix it. I don't know the answers. I just, I'm expressing the same anger and the same disappointment as everybody else. But let's go to a man who's right there as well. You know, people were posting all these memes about the one, uh, one sporting goods store that was looted. Oh, yeah. The only thing that was left was the Kirk Cousins jerseys. The jerseys, yeah. yeah. They were intact, <laughs> but they were perfectly on the rack. Actually, the Eagles rack was in good shape, too. Now, that thing, I think they burned the Eagles jersey rack. Paul Allen is the voice of your Minnesota Vikings. And we're going to get in, which used to be ground zero until it switched right here to Philadelphia. Paul, how are you, pal? Why you got to take a shot at our quarterback? I mean, just out of nowhere, we got the pandemic purge. We got the rioting here and all over the country. And you come in firing at number eight. What the hell? No, that wasn't me. That was people. Listen, I, I jokingly tweeted over the weekend, the one guy who has to really feel like no, one guy happy that nobody's paying attention to him is the quarterback up there, right? Again, I'm not making light of the situation. But, you know, people try uh, to I put know. memes and stuff. I, I'm not trying to. Listen. No, man, you know, come come on, Tony, we're old school, best school, back to uh, Russian Hill in San Francisco. Exactly you know, right. Um, yeah, you know, um, yeah, you know that I'm playing with you, man. That's what we do. Like, yeah, you know, Benny some Mardone. people are so sensitive, though, Paul. I have it for you, Paul. By the way, hold on, hold on, hold on, because what? I did, I did pull it up for you, but no, it was... you breached. No, no, I do. Hold on, just one second. See. Oh, there it is. No. I'm sorry. We've got I, to bring I, pro there. I promise you. to have it for you, but I, I had the other video going on at the same time. But All just right. so you know, I had it ready. He's the only I guest who requests walk-up music yes. on the show. 
the great well, Paul Allen. Well, I mean, there is bartering and, and, you know, contractual negotiation. Yes. And, Tony, when I say old school, best school, San Francisco, KNBR, yep. you and I, both East Coast guys, I mean, I'm a radio guy, man. I mean, I laid, I went to high school and junior college in the L.A. area, uh, so I go to bed every night listening to Chick Hearn and Ben Scully. You know, then I'm up in Northern California and all over the country, and, and, and I'm finding beautiful, man with Benny Mardonis, and it's like, that's old school, best school. So with, with what you uh, described or played back with that video, and then the one I saw um, at the end of my radio show today of the elderly lady trying to protect her business in Rochester, and uh, Rochester, New York, and I believe New York, and, um, you know, the, the, those heathens and those thugs and, and the scoundrels hitting her, and I, it's ridiculous. It's awful. So, you know, I, I certainly can't speak for the fighting city of Philadelphia, man, but, but Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday were, were really, really bad here. And then Friday it calmed. Excuse me, Saturday it calmed. Last night it calmed. Might have a curfew again this evening, not sure. But, um, but the, the, there are just so many tentacles that come off of it. You know, you're, you, when you mentioned offending people or saying the wrong thing, it's like, you know, it, unless you lay out X amount of precursors, before or paraphrase or, or set something up properly before you formulate an opinion, then people come at you. So what I did today on my radio show is I read a 16-second disclaimer, set it up like you'd hear it at the end of some mortgage ad or something, and it's the A-section disclaimer, then you just get right into it. Exactly. And I, you, we shouldn't do that. Everybody should be able to speak their, their mind. Harry was just telling me that he sat down this morning before he came, decided to come in here and drive through the city worrying about, you know, what's going on. And again, we're not war heroes. We're not dodging sniper fire, you know, like Hillary Clinton in Bosnia. We're here just doing a job, you know. We're, everybody's trying to get to work, those who have to work. And, Harry, you said you were pretty uh, upset this morning. I've been were... upset all weekend. Well, and it who really, hasn't? It really, you know, hit me last yeah. night and this morning, and I had to write some things down to sort of work through it just so I could come into work yeah. today. You know? Well, I mean, you know, to, to what you just said, you know, off, off the, the you know, where your heart is and people want to guess where your heart is and stuff like that. I mean, th there are obvious things out there you don't have to mention or tweet every single time. The, the death of George Floyd was awful. It was ridiculous, and we watched a man expire on national television. The, the knee to the neck not only breaks protocol for the way they do things here, it was heinous, it was murder, and the cop is going to go to jail. So you, you don't have to frame everything up with, hey, you know, before I, I show remorse and or sadness for these, black, the, these businesses owned by black people that have been ravaged, you know, let me uh, talk about how sad I am for George Floyd and how bad the cop is. I mean, those should be obvious and assumed into the conversation. Now, you know, off what Harry said about driving around today, you know, yesterday morning at about um, 11.45, I went into Minneapolis right by Lake Street. And I brought uh, some bags of food and essentials and stuff. And, and I dropped it off at Sanford Middle School. And I had a mask on. I had glasses. I had a biking stocking cap. You know, I, I didn't want to walk around. And I'm not being arrogant here, but have it be like, PA, PA. I just wanted to kind of feel it and see what it was like. And it was so loving and so touching and so much on the other side of, of vandalism and, and, uh, and arson and pillaging and everything. It, you know, so, Harry, when, you know, when, uh, when stuff like that emerges, 
specifically in the city of brotherly love, emphasis brotherly love. I would suggest getting down there, taking it in, and, and it will open your eyes to some things. We're talking with the great Paul Allen, voice of the Vikings. And, you know, and, and certainly sports is going on. Football's about to get going soon. The coaches will be yeah, allowed we'll to go in the facilities. We'll see. I don't know if this is going to affect uh, – I, I, hopefully this stops in a few days. And hopefully, you know, when, by the way, there are four officers who were there, and you know this better than anybody. The one officer was white, the guy who they already arrested and charged. Right. The other three officers were Hispanic, Asian, and Latino. And the Hispanic, black, and Somalian. Latino. I thought it was Somalian. No, there, there are four no. different races. All four oh. of those cops involved in the Floyd incident were from four different races. So this isn't about a white guy just trying to kill a black no. man. This is a mentality, unfortunately, that permeates in a lot of police departments because they've lowered the standards to become a cop so much because people are afraid to become cops now. They put their lives on the line and nobody appreciates it. And when I say nobody, so many people right. don't appreciate it and think of them as the enemy. Right, and the standards have been so lowered that when there is an issue, they are keeping them on the force rather than getting rid of them, which this guy should have been gotten rid of 18 yeah, times ago. Yeah, he had 18 uh, previous complaints, yeah. right, yeah. Paul? Yeah, you guys, you guys are so good at what you do um, because it's uh, Kevin Warren, the uh, commissioner of the Big Ten, black man, used to be chief operating officer for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, he's on my radio show every other Monday, including today. Um, and this is a powerful black man who speaks eloquently, comes from the heart, and deals with rich white and black people every single day, um, uh, those of privilege. And he, he, he was talking extensively about exactly what you just talked about from a police department standpoint. But see here, you know, he, here's one, one thing that I'm low-key going to follow, because I'm not going to guess where Harry, Ms. Robin, or, or Tony's hearts are. I'm going to let your equity stand on its own merit. Likewise for me when people are looking at me. But you know what? Um, over the last three or four days, man, whether it's social media or in this cul-de-sac where I'm doing this interview or whatever, uh, there have been people who have gotten awfully loud about a lot of things. And they generally come back to equality and how things are not fair. All right. Now, a week from now, are you going to be that loud? What about what about in a month or a year or 10 years? You're still going to be that loud? Because if you are that person, be that person. And, and if you crave and covet change, and racial equality, which you should, be that person. And if more people were that person and not just looking at the retweets and the likes and the bullcrap like that, then maybe we would get something done. Agreed. And we're all here just to try to have fun, do sports talk with no sports. But you know what? We can't ignore this. It's affecting us. We're sitting right in the middle of it. It's cool if you're sitting up in a suburban mansion and you're sitting back and drinking a, a cocktail and watching TV and you don't care because it doesn't affect you, it affects everybody. When you're in the inner city like we are, it affects your life. I don't feel any different than anybody else. We have a diverse community here. So all these other assholes on the Internet coming at me, kiss my ass. You sit in your ivory tower. <laughs> sit in your ivory towers, you jerk-offs. And tell me what you're experiencing, punks. You know, even if we were sitting in some ivory tower, though, we should. We this is this, the people that are listening to this show. Yeah. They're real people, and it still is yeah. affecting them. And they they're confused. They are angry. They are saddened. They're up in turmoil. So it is something that we should talk about, no matter well, who you are. 
Well, no, there ain't no doubt about it. And and forget the stick to sports bull crap, you know, that, that Tony or other people have seen. Big deal. That's convenient. It's easy and it's lazy. Get out of my life. But you know what? Is It is confusing. And you're right, it's confusing. You know why? Because to shoot straight on this thing, it, you know, I'm, I, I'm from all-black Washington, D.C. I grew up in an all-black neighborhood for many, many years. I'm not going to pretend as a white man, 54 years of age with cool jobs, that, that I can completely and, and, and understand the plight of a black man. I can't, even though I've lived in it and, and been around it for many, many years, and I've seen more than most white people have seen in, involving race relations, and I'll leave it at that. But, you know, when it, when it, when it, comes, to, when it, when it comes to making change and when it comes to, you know, those wagging their fingers and everything, it just there, there, there are so many tentacles to this that are confusing, like Robin said, where, you know, I, I have black friends of mine who either play or played in the NFL, and they have a lot of money, and, and they have some popularity, and they're black. And, and when I have black people say to me, you know, peaceful protests for the most part over the last X amount of years, it's gotten things on TV, gotten in the newspaper, a little bit of commentary on social media, but then it's gone. Boom. The, the, the peaceful protesting clearly is not working. So, you know, when you start taking it to the next step and opening eyes, that has a better potential to lead to change. Now, on the other side of that, to Ms. Robbins' confusing point, is the, the what's happening to these buildings and, and the fires and the looting and, and just everything over the top, those are hardened criminals, okay? Yep. And those are opportunists who see an opportunity to get in here with something that is transpiring for a good cause and just go ahead and bleep it up and rob, because they're hardened criminals. And, and it's a hit and run for them where it's a light for other people. No, you're exactly right. We're all on the same page here. Nobody's condoning what happened to Mr. Floyd. But the, the Mr. Floyd protests are being hijacked because people know that when the police are all in one place, they're going to be other places because nobody's going to be there to stop them from looting and pillaging. That's the saddest part. And, uh, you know, and, and again, and, I don't really want I don't know, Tony, I don't know if I've seen your tweets right, man, because A, I got all your albums, but B, you know, I read all your tweets and everything. And, and maybe it was you, maybe it wasn't, but like right out of the gate, man, okay, Wednesday evening, when it all started here, uh, off Lake Street in a part of Minneapolis, there was a condominium that was, was about ready to open, 190 units. And that was one of the first things to catch fire and go down. There are people, a couple of retired ex-cops and, and a security person who, who, let's just say, runs a, a security situation that's very important within this city. All three of them said to me when I talked to them that night, you know, that, that, that's not thugs with Molotov cocktails, okay? That's professional. Yeah. And the way that thing was executed, the way that fire went off, and the way that thing came down, that was professional. Wow. So now I've had that on my mind since Wednesday. And then now all the Antifa and everything stuff is popping up all over the country. And it just it makes it, like Robin said, so confusing because you have the good who are trying to open eyes and lead to change. And then you've got the criminals who are making the good look bad. Exactly. You're absolutely right. We all know this. And people who think that the, we have agendas to protect thugs or criminals, whatever you want to call them, they're all thugs. It doesn't matter what race you are. They're criminals and they should be dealt with. But the Hollywood mindset is, let's bail these people out for peaceful protest. Most peaceful protesters aren't being arrested. 
because they're peacefully right. protesting. Well, I like the one reporter was doing a live shot in front of a building burning down saying that the protests are peaceful. I know, like, I that. Did yeah, you I turn around? <laughs> That's from the scene. Uh, nothing to see right, here. Right. Please yeah. disperse. Yeah, nothing man, nothing they, to see know, here. Man, and now you got this uh, peaceful protest on a couple of bridges in uh, the Twin Cities yesterday, 645 Tony Bruno time, 545 year. And here comes um, tanker truck guy flying 70 across the bridge. You know, so now all of a sudden that's new. You know, so now immediately social media, uh, you know, he, he had to have driven it in there, A, to kill people, or B, so the tanker could blow up and thousands could die. I mean, that's just where people immediately are leaping. I don't know if, if he was there on a professional agenda looking to, to, to wreak havoc or if, if a mistake was made. But, I mean, it's just everybody is, boom, lickety-split right to what answer they want. The great Paul Allen, voice of your Minnesota Vikings. All right, let's get to sports now because, as you mentioned, we don't oh, know. Come on. I mean, baseball. I mean, are you ready for baseball through the October 31st? Oh, are you kidding me? Were you ready for baseball uh, outside in Minnesota oh. in uh, November? Tony, I, I'm, you know, I'm jonesing for live sports so badly that if High Lie were to be in play, I'd go to Vegas to bet on it. I mean, it's. I, it's, but see, that's another by faith, you know, by, by forecasting faith. Okay, NBA comes out late July, July 31st, Orlando, here we go. Okay, will you? Probably. Hockey, the 2014 thing. You know, uh, I saw a couple of members of the Wild are dear, dear friends of mine, and, and they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, still a lot of hurdles to cross. NFL, you know, Goodell mostly has made every timeline except for the schedule. and But the NFLPA has not been heard from. So, obviously – the NFL and the NFLPA are working and, and arduously to get something together, but the NFLPA, we have not heard from it. So truly, when are we going to get back? See, the probability of four preseason games, okay, come on. I mean, you know, if, if, they, if they're going to get back on the field somewhere in July, late July, well, it's got to go conditioning and strength and then organize team activities so the new guys can learn the plays and then training camp so you can bang on each other and get ready for a season. So it, it's just all so confusing. And uh, you know what, man? I'm at peace. Uh, I just I wait for it. It's, it's, um, I can't wait for it to come back. Oh, right, what's going on? Do we have a developing situation, Paul Allen? What? Are you faded for a second? The phone faded. No, I thought you were talking to somebody uh, in the background, uh, like at a drive-thru no, window. You know what, man? My, my, my commentary on missing, missing live sports is not worth it anyway. Now, what about horse racing? Is that still active in Minnesota? Um, yes, well, it will be. A uh, week from Wednesday, yours truly enters doubleheader mo mode, 9 to noon, KFAN, and uh, then 4.30 to like 8, calling races at Canterbury Park, which is our version of Philly Park. Um, no fans and, um, you know, essential employees, masks all around the building. You know, I'm wondering if I walk up to a horse without a mask, am I going to be reprimanded? Uh, because uh, that's, uh, that's legitimately something I'm thinking of. But, uh, yeah, I'll call races to no fans. Canterbury Park, beginning June 10th. If any of your listeners happen to be watching it online and like TVG, uh, buy my email. And if you're watching and you're going to bet, then I'll count the bleep out of you. Now, can we bet online and, and listen to your live calls on TVG yeah. when Canterbury Hell Park yeah. springs back into action? Just don't go Mongo. Oh, yeah. Just don't go on Mongo on any of the horses you may have had some money on who lost and cost you a nice trifecta. No. No, there, there have been multiple $200 win wagers where I've lost by a head and wanted to drop an F-bomb at the end of the race, but I didn't. You know, the, the, 
from a from a from a horse name standpoint, you know, I mean, I've called thirty thousand races, Tony. I've done it for a quarter century. So, like, you know, there there was a horse called Hoof Hearted that a lot of people know about. Hoof Hearted, I get it. Actually, one of the one of the most difficult names I've ever had in all the race calls I've had is like Benny Mardonis and, and Into the Night. That song would be on a music station that plays soft hits. The soft hits. <laughs> the soft hits station, if you know what I mean. So, and they're racing and soft hits comes bouncing out of the gate. Yep. And soft hits has undressed them. And down the stretch they come. Oh, you know what my first announcement is going to be if I know you're watching at whatever.com and betting on us? Ladies and gentlemen, in the fifth race, number two, Tony Bruno should be listed as a gelding. <laughs> well, that happened a long time ago, pal. But thank God for that. Thank that happened God. with one of your 19,000 house projects I saw over four years <laughs> when uh, some, uh, some like, hack accidentally uh, got into your testicles. Exactly right. So you're not getting this anywhere no, else. No, You're not getting Minnesota Viking, Minnesota Twin, Minnesota Wild, and horse racing combo mambo action in the same segment. Well, the other thing, there's a PGA Tour event that's supposed to be in Minneapolis. Area. Oh, giddy. Late July. Are they, they going to cancel that, do you think? Because they canceled the one in uh, Silvis, Illinois already. What, here in Minnesota? Yeah. Twin Cities. Man, I don't know. I mean, and by the way, Tony, why are you going to leave the Wolves out? I, I, <laughs> I mean, forgot I about Don't forget about the Wolves. For a decade and a half, but my God, they're still a team. Are they, are they going to make the play in the expanded playoffs uh, when the NBA goes down to Disney World? Hey, wait a second. First, Harry Mays. I got all your albums. Um, I was there at the Iowa State Fair when you opened for Bobby Womack. Uh, when it comes to the golf tournament, I got no idea got about nothing. the golf tournament. haven't followed it. Harry Mays, I got to say, uh, you're, you, when you cover Bobby Womack's Harry Hippie, it's one of the highlights of my life, man. <laughs> Love Bobby. Bobby Womack, big number one hit, Fly Me to the Moon. Remember that one, the version? That was a top 40 classic. No, it, I never knew. It was a crossover, R&B. I, I, you know, I, don't, I don't know what I like more, Bobby Womack's Fly Me to the Moon or Frank Sinatra's Across 110th Street. <laughs> <laughs> no, Bobby Womack, I'm not making Look it up. Yeah, I trust you. Bobby Womack had a monster... Not just it was a crossover, R and B and top forty hit with the song "Fly Me to the Moon." And the Timberwolves wow. aren't, aren't going to Orlando. When, when you say crossover, you know I expect you to follow it up because you're so clever by calling me RuPaul Allen. Now this is Bobby Womack, big hit song, the Frank Sinatra classic, but he brought it back and made it a hit again. Fly me to the moon. Fly me to the moon. Oh, I like this. I never heard this I've version. I've never heard this version. Nobody's got better hip-hop, R&B, old school, new school, rock and roll, Is it sacrilege? Jazz. If I say that I like this version better? Yes, it is sacrilege. Bobby yeah, Womack, yeah. come on. Right. Hey, um, Tony, I, you know, I think the most <laughs> low-key, underrated facet of that bit you just pulled up on the fly. What? You, you, hit, you hit the freaking post. I know I did. He always does. It could be a song yeah, I haven't funny. heard in 20 years, and you play it, boom. Yeah, and if funny, I step funny. on it, I am pissed off. <laughs> yeah, Miss Robin's a fraud, with all due respect. Funny, she finds the Bobby Womack on the fly, but can't give me Benny Mardonis, which I asked for two and a half hours ago. But I did. I had it already. 
But Bob Amy came on, and I, it was just... <laughs> You're right. You're right. Just give me one of those, Give me one of those, Tom. Just give me one of those. Hey, but seriously, though, if you guys aren't super familiar with Bobby Womack, um, across 110th Street for your next bumper song, I think you'll like it. Beautiful. Hey, Paul, it's always great to talk to you, man. We span the gamut, span the globe, and span a copita because I'm hungry right now for some good Greek food. Isn't that a Greek dessert? <laughs> yes, yes it is. All right. Yeah, man, that'd be good to have a nice fat gyro right now. Hey, bless all you guys, yes. man. It's an honor every time I get an opportunity to join your radio show. Harry uh, Harry Mays, I got all your albums. Miss Robin, love you. Uh, Tony, uh, two words to describe you, and uh, it involves a comma in between. Beautiful, man. There he is, ladies and gentlemen. I'll send you one of my pinups. How's that? <laughs> uh, you're going to send me a pinup of yourself? Yeah, uh, I have this, one. Uh, this, this, sh this shutdown's been so bad, I generally pay 150 for things like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Paul, stay safe. Always good to talk to you, man. Yep, see you all later. There he is, the great Paul Allen. <laughs> Not RuPaul Allen. That's his nighttime second job after he does the races. He does a late night uh, lounge act. Right. Comes out as RuPaul Allen. He needs a wardrobe change. Yes, so he does. For that. We'll have, you, right. have you ever seen Paul Allen not smile? No. I know. Me neither. He's a great guy. That's why we love him. We hate the Vikings, but we love Paul Allen. <laughs>